Blog Talk Radio.
True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host, by name, your fear, Israel, of Seed Royal. We do a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast, 666, Son of Edition, Part 53, the live broadcast. And uh, but we got this memo came in uh, by one of the big dignitaries and asked the question. Um, I'm looking at the memo, saying, "Why you never said nothing about the Arab?" Well, because because I guess we don't say nothing about the Arabs because uh, maybe maybe we'll find out why we don't never say nothing about the Arabs. Maybe we'll find out in the lesson. You never know. We might end up saying something about the Arab. All right. Let's see if we get something going on on tape 53. We got our elder out of Camp 1, the lead teacher out of Boston, number two Israelite. He's coming on stage for the ninth episode 53, so that's all. Meet and greet him, and, and we'll get something going on on whatever Yahweh wants to be going on. So when you meet I L out of Camp One and lead teacher out of Boston, some of you is like Camp One with a loud voice and say, Elder Yahshua is Yahshua Yahshua be right. A quite blessed seal Israel, a seed royal. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, You know, uh, you know, I was just looking at um, I just pulled up some old papers while while I was talking. About why we don't never say nothing about the Arabs. Because I guess there's so much to say about everything. I don't know. That's why I said uh, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. I say that much right now. But we we gonna take care of what y'all want to take care of. And if uh, something happens, and, and that's that's what road we go down. We're going down that road. But right now we're going down the road of loop. Chapter 12, verse 12. Look at that, I am. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Hey, in that very same hour, 
chapter 3, verse number 19. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore, and repent. Verse number 20. Yo, I stand at the door, and knock. If any man will hear my voice, and open the door, I will come in to them, and will sup with him, and he with me. Verse 21. To him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Even as I also overcame, and I'm sit down with my father in his throne. Verse 22. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the congregation of Israel. That's how he operates. The Spirit will come and suck with you, but you got to, um, as a precept that, to the 20. 22nd chapter, 23rd chapter of Exodus. We're gonna do. We're gonna precept a, a few things because um, if you want Yahweh to come in and suck with you, he said you gotta overcome something. He said you want to come in and suck with you. Here's what you have to do. We're going to the 23rd chapter of Exodus, and we're gonna look at. Um, Verse number 20 down to verse 22. Let's see it said, Exodus 23, verse 20 to 22. You back on the clock. Elder, I mean, Yada Israel. You back on the clock. Oh, Elder got it. He got a little message saying, I will be a few men's way of speaking engagement. All right. Elder Mr. Chills. Okay, good. One thing about it. The box tail hell been lit, the curtain hell went up, and right now we're on take 53, and we're looking at Exodus 23, and we'll pick up verse 20 out of verse 22. Elder, come out. The book of Exodus, chapter 23, verse number 22, through 20, verse 20 through 22 reads, 
chapter Back 23, to chapter tw- verse number the book of Ex- 20 to 22. The book of Exodus, chapter 23, verse number 20 through 22 reads, book of Exodus 23, verse number 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep you in the way and to bring thee to the place which I prepared. Verse 21. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not. You will not pardon your transgression. For my name is in him. Verse 22. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemy and an adversary unto thine adversary. Uh, so you got to obey. You got to obey. That's what he's saying. You're going to have to obey to receive instructions by the ministry of faith. You're going to have to obey. So when we read Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 14 and 20, you know, see, listen to me. Those on the international side, over 900,000 strong, you're going to have to obey. That's just the bottom line. And, and obeying to have the angel come and suck with you, Look what we can read in Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 14 and 20. What can we read to hell? The book of Nehemiah chapter 9, verse number 14 and verse number 20 reads. book of Nehemiah chapter 9, verse number 14. And made this known unto them, thy holy Sabbath and commandments. And commandments them precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses. Thy servant. Verse number 20. Thou gave us also thy good spirit to instruct them. And withheld us not thy manner from them, their mouth, and gave us them water for their thirst. So once you are understanding that you must precept your Bible, then Yahweh will give you that righteous spirit. Then about 300 years later, Isaiah picked up on that elder in the 28th chapter, verse 9 and 10. And since David was told by the Muslim spirit that what you got to do, then about 300 years later, about 700 B.C., old Isaiah the seer picked up on that. And what did Isaiah the seer say in the book of Isaiah 28, verse number Nine and ten. What do you say? The book of Isaiah, chapter twenty-eight, verse number nine, verse number ten reads. Book of Isaiah, chapter twenty-eight, verse number nine. Isaiah twenty-eight, verse number nine reads. Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand in doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Verse number 10, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Uh-huh. He said, if you, wanna, if you want uh, the Holy Ghost to come and suck with you, then you have to follow his rules and regulations. Now, let's back, back up and go back 300 years again to Psalms 119, verse 4, 98 through 100, 
and 104. Let's back up my back door, 15 and 16 in the middle of it. Psalms 119, verse 4, 15, 16, and it will get down to 98 to 100 and 104. Here y'all are. Come on. Come back with that, see ya. Um, Psalms 119, verse 4, skip down to what I said, I got enough to my now, 15 through 17, then 98 through 100, and 104. Just shout it from the Spirit, y'all, Father, it'll come out. The book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse number 4, 15 through 17, 98 through 100. And verse number 104 reads, the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse number 4 reads, Psalms 119, verse number 4. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Verse number 15, Psalms 104, 119, verse number 15. I will meditate thy precepts. And I respect unto thy ways. Verse 16. I will delight myself in, the, in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Verse number 17. They are about to flee with thy servant. That I may live and keep thy word. Verse number 90 reads. Verse number 98 through 100. Psalm 119 verse 98. Thou through thy commandments hast made me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. Verse number 99. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For thy testimonies, covenants are my meditation. Verse number 100. I understand more than my teachers because of thy precepts. Verse number 104. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate everything. Paul? Yeah, WCC, you, you, we know you got the, the other mic breaking up a little bit, but um, probably on the tape is coming out real good. But the same token, we find out one thing. It is a commandment. It is a commandment. If you will learn, if you want, if you want Yahweh to come and stuff with you, if you want Yahweh to come and stuff with you, is a commandment you learn how to precept your Bible. Then he'll come stuff with you. And that's why the section on the camps is on the case now, and yeah, they got a couple of cue cards. And on them cue cards, you can put a good precept down there. Just put good precepts on there and study it. Good precepts on the little, little three-by-five card. Put a good precept on it. And then study and, re- and rehearse it with the grandbabies on some precepts. And that's the, that's the game changer. Because um, a lot of things, you know, I was looking at historical documents back up. It was, uh, I was looking at a book, a book called The Lost Tribes of Myths a myth projection toward um, 
And who made this book? Godly Allen, G-O-D-B-E-Y, Allen Howard. He published a book in 1930. Now, this book that he published in 1930, he really, uh, when he published this book in 1930, he made some statements in his book is basically um, the statements he made in his book. In Proverbs 16.1, let's, 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 let's read something. He's going to take a look at something that he wrote there. You know? He wrote something in his book that is very prevalent today. But in Proverbs 16, verse 1, what does it say? The book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse number 1 reads, Proverbs 16, verse number 1. Preparation of the heart in man, and the answer of the tongue is from Yahweh. Uh, and Proverbs 21, 2, what is what what saying 21, 2? Then we get back to our book. The book of Proverbs 21, verse number 2. Every way of man is right in his own eyes, but Yahweh pondereth the mind. And y'all want to make you bring out something, and you don't know what time it's going to be for. And now in this book, by it was published in 1930, and this guy, this guy was born in 1846 to 1948. It was a pretty long time, close 90 years. He was a Methodist minister. And he wrote some things in his book called the lost tribe a myth a myth subjection toward rewriting Hebrew history. So he so he he is a scholar, he's an archaeologist, he knows the Hebrew language, the Semitic language and all that stuff here. But it's it's something he wrote in his book. I'm looking at my old notes on it. The trying to the Barbers, Moors, Negro Jews on page 225. He says it's an oasis place over there in um, Algeria. It's um, a place called W-A-R-G-I-N. And it's 300 miles from the Mediterranean. He said, over there, you got colonies of Judah, black-ass Negroes. He said, them Negroes is over there. But, but, but what happened with him, by being a Methodist, he, was, he thought that the Jews was of his skin texture. But he had to write it in his book. And then he found out that their name, they called Tangineers in his book. On page 245, he said, these people right here, they formed the, the Ruba Negro tribe. And they Tangineer, and they know about themselves, but they have been 
beat down so bad they have their identity they from being um, they from Ethan, the tribe of Ethan. That's what he said they from, tribe of Ethan. We're not going to get off into it, but we're going to get off into it according to the Bible. So what, by looking for one thing in my notes on something else, just showing that the children of Israel, give me a 50 of Jeremiah, verse number 6 and 7. What does it say to the other? Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 6 and 7. What does that say? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse number 6, verse 7 reads. Book of Jeremiah 50, verse number 6. My people have been lost sheep. We are shepherds. Called them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountain. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Verse number seven. All that found them have devoured them. And the adversary said, We offend not. Because they have sinned against Yahweh, the habitation of justice. Even Yahweh, the hope of their fathers. Is that is that these people? that have been led away captive and what caused them to be led away captive is their minister. The, 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 the men that minister the children of Israel, they the one caused them to go into captivity. That's what he just said. Because when the minister was right, who was right? When the ministers did not take care of Yahweh's business and that the people, remember, the people was called by our name and they must have leadership. What is the people's call in 1524 Matthew? See, this whole 12 tribes is what's been, what, give me a word, you know, they've been, um, they've been compared to 1524. See, it's very important. And then, then all you got to do is study the characteristics of what Yahweh is saying in 1524. What is that we can read in um, Matthew 1524? Book of Matthew 15, verse number 24 reads, But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the family, the house of Israel. You see that? So he said his father sent him to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. If you ever study a sheep, a sheep cannot make it without a shepherd. Have you ever watched have you ever watched a sheep? A sheep is totally lost unless the shepherd Lead him. So he's saying, I'm sent to the lost sheep. When he compare you to a sheep, I've seen a sheep seeing the wolf jump another sheep. And he won't even run. He just sitting there laying there. Like there ain't nothing going on. And he's tearing his brother's tail up. That's what he has compared you to. So if you know you've been compared to a sheep in the eyes of Yahweh, don't you know you must be up on a leadership? 
you must be up on the leadership, but you got to be up on the leadership that's not of uh, 1 Maccabees 1, 11 through 15. See, that's why we got to come down. The sister on the cap, we got to come down. We got to learn this word. We must put up a school, a banquet hall, a radio station. This is a must. Because if you compare it to a sheep, a sheep don't want to run from nothing. He'll let, I mean, he'll give no resistance. You know, his, the, the wolf come down the sheep and get him, and he, he may make a little sound. The sheep laying next to him, they don't even move. I mean, you think that's something compared to a sheep, but you better study a sheep. A sheep can't do nothing without his shepherd. So when Yahweh left, he left you shepherds to lead you in the proper way. But you got to recognize that you can't be led. You're going to be led. But you got to make sure you led by the right crew of dust as Yahweh. Because here's, a, here's another shepherd right here in First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 11 to 15. Let's talk about it. Hell, come on. The book of 1 Maccabees, chapter 1, number 11 through 15 reads. Book of 1 Maccabees, chapter 1, verse number 11 reads. In those days, which are out of Israel, wicked men, for many said, let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. So so we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. Verse number 12. So this device pleased them well. Verse 13, that certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinance of the heathen. Verse 14, whereupon they built a place of exercise at Yagdan Judah, according to the custom of the heathen. Verse 15, and made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the righteous covenant and joined himself to the nations and was sold to do mischief. You see that? But see, by you knowing that your forefathers and mother was classified as sheep, don't you know you are descended of the same people and you are classified as sheep today? And you lost, and all the way you're going to be found to a shepherd of the book. Do you know, do you know, let's see, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. Let's see if we get warmed up right there, Elder. And Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. What that say, Elder? Book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 15 reads. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 15. See, I have set before thee this day, life and good, death and evil. You see that? He said, I'll set before you life. And um, what do you say, life and what? What do you say, Elder? Some 
chapter 30, verse 15. She has set before you this day, life and good, death and evil. Well, let's, let's preach up there. Let's go back to the 11th chapter of the same book of Deuteronomy and pick up verse 26 to 28. Let's see what he preached up there. Let's see what, what is he saying. Because like, I, like we, we tell the six anointing camp, every verse in the Bible has a precept to it. And, when, and when, it, when, when you hear a good precept, put it on your three by five card. And then sit around with your grandbabies and Pass the card to them, and and y'all bounce back and forth. And then y'all comes up with you. Let's read the last chapter of Deuteronomy, verse 26 through 28. You know what it says? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse number 26 through 28 reads. book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse number 26 reads. Behold, I said before you this day, a blessing and a curse. Verse 27. A blessing if you obey the commandments of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you this day. Verse 28. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of Yahweh, your Yahweh, but turn aside out of the way which I commanded you this day to go after other false Yahweh which you have not known. Yeah. So Yahweh sent to tell you these things by the mouth of 7 verse 1. Deuteronomy 7 verse 1. Let's see who was doing all this talking when Yahweh said before you this day. Let's find out who was doing all this great big talking and Deuteronomy 7. Make it Exodus, thank you to him, 7 verse 1. Who was doing all this great big old talking? In Exodus 7, verse 1. What do you say? The book of Exodus, chapter 7. Verse number 1 reads. Exodus 7, verse number 1. And Yahweh said unto Moses, See, I have made you a Yahweh to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother shall be your seer. You see that? So there you go there. See, Yahweh was no longer doing no talking, no bothering than what you just heard. So those that talk wrong about all these special private relationships you got with the mighty one, you is an error for that kind of speech. Yahweh turned over to Moses, and Moses communicated to Aaron. And when Aaron got to communicating, Let's see what he did in number six twenty-two. Let's see what let's see what happened. Let's see what happened in number six twenty-two. Let's see let's see what happened next. Number six twenty-two. Let's read a little bit there, Elder. The book of Numbers, chapter six, verse number twenty-two reads. Book of Numbers six, verse number twenty-two. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse twenty-three. Speak unto Aaron and to his son, saying. On this wise you shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. Excellent. Right there. Excellent. So there they go, there go the order of things coming from Moses to Aaron to 
the sons and the sons of the elders. That's how it goes to Israel. It don't go no other way. So all these long speeches and these closing statements and all these um what no, it don't work like that. You got to understand we is a lost sheep of the family of Israel. We are lost and we've been and we've been Daniel seven verse one. Seven seven. What happened? What happened? Before you read Daniel, let's find out in one thirty seven verse three, then Daniel seven verse seven. This is what all happened to this people. Remember, you are the lost sheep. And no sheep can um give me a word, El. Give me a word, Dale. I need a word. No sheep can what? Shepherd themselves. Shepherd themselves. If he compares you to sheep, you cannot shepherd yourself. See? You must have a shepherd. As a matter of fact, he set up the shepherd. Hold that point, Mr. Since you brought that out here. Let's go to let's go to First Corinthians eleven. And let's and let's and remember Paul was raised from the woman's chain in. We're going to level one, two, and three. One, two, and three. Here's go to order. See, listen, especially you six anointed chapters, especially the ones in leadership, especially the ones that have a a, a better head, that's the head of your family. This is especially that you must know that you is considered a sheep. A sheep cannot be properly led unless he got a shepherd. Here go the order of things that we have to be prepared when the school open up, the banquet hall, and the radio station, and once we start going traveling, we got to be shown that we are sheep. You must have a shepherd. You can't do this on your own. Because you try to do this on your own, hold that point here. Give me that uh, 6 verse 2 of the book of Sirach. Sirach, 6 verse 2, what it say? Book of Sirach, chapter 6, verse number 2 reads. Sirach, chapter 6, verse number 2. Extol not thyself in the counsel of thine own mind, that thy soul be not torn in pieces as a bull straying alone. You say that? Now imagine if you is a shepherd and you straying along. You you know anything can jump you. Because you are you in the eyes of Yahweh and to the other nations, he said you are a sheep. So if you straying along, you know who gonna jump you? Say the devil. Satan the devil gonna charge you boys so quick. As a matter of fact, and, and this is what he's gonna do in 12, 43 to 45. So, you know, sometimes Yahweh takes your lesson. And you just gotta follow the rules once you got the spirit of Yahweh. 
And Matthew 12, 43 down to 45. Can you help me out? I, I think we own something, but we just get back on what we own. But understand something. When you stray along, when you don't congregate with the leadership of bosses of a children's life, and you stray along, this is what's going to happen to you. Matthew 12, 43 to 45, what it says. The book of Matthew, chapter 12, number 43 to 45 reads. Book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. Verse 44. Then he said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. Verse 45. Then go of he and take it with him seven other spirits, worse with more wicked than himself. And they are in, in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto, unto this wicked generation. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? If we compare that sheep, and we don't follow the shepherd, if we don't follow the shepherd, but he, but he made a profound statement in the 12th chapter, making 14 verse 12 of St. John. Hey, hey, hell, he made a profound statement. So now we clear, and, and y'all probably be with your mother, D of Israel, and welcome to another taping on 53, Mother D of Israel, getting that voice right. And she's going to be hollering that microphone real soon. Now, if we don't follow what Yahweh say you are, and you try to come for another way of telling Tim Juan that makes you a beast. If Yahweh has said the children of Israel, all 12 tribes is considered as sheep. And he came from the third heaven to wake up the sheep of his past. Right? Listen, but then he says something in St. John chapter 14, verse 12. Hey, yo, y'all know, what he says in St. John, I mean, yeah, St. John 14, verse 12, what do he say? The book of St. John chapter 14, verse number 12 reads, St. John 14, verse number 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. See, he said he's going to leave. But it will be a he in every generation to show you shepherds. It will be a shepherd in every generation. To show you what you got to do, because you is a uh, um, you is a Jeremiah fifty verse seventeen. This is what the Bible say you are. This is what Jeremiah say you are. And fifty verse seventeen. 
Let's see what, let's see what Jeremiah said you are. Come on. The book of Jeremiah 50, verse number 17 reads, book of Jeremiah chapter 50, verse number 17, Israel is a scattered sheep. Israel is a scattered great. Israel, yeah, that one line is good enough to help. Israel is a scattered sheep. So when Yahweh said in 1524 St. John, now you see where he pulled that from. And that's why he came to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. See that? Because he knew he was already in prophecy in 137 verse 3. Listen what he already knew. Now you can give me that 137 verse 3 of Psalm. Now you can give me that Daniel 7 verse 7. Watch it. Watch the key words that made him say what he said in Matthew 15 24. That you are a lost sheep. Can't no sheep make it without leadership. You'll be like a bull stand alone. And everything ain't going to hurt your feeling when you told something. Give me a precept on that 119, a Jew. You know? And see, you are, and, and the key to it is, straight along, always your feeling going to be hurt. And you will kind of come up another way. And this is the kind of spirit you're going to have on you that we can read in Jude 119. The book of Jude, chapter 1, verse number 19 reads, These be they who separate themselves sexually have not the spirit. Yeah, that means that word means they're always going to be emotional. When you try to tell them something, they're going to flat up and they're going to try to come from another way. You might make a statement one way, and they'll make a statement another way. That's what happens. And you can catch that easy by knowing the scripture. You can show something plainly in the Bible. And it makes it plain in the book of Daniel, A.L. It makes it plain. Hit those fear out. It, may, it makes it plain regardless of anybody's situation. If the statement is written in Daniel that we need to examine. You know? In Daniel chapter 10, can you help those see out on tape 53 and verse number 21? What is that Hell, Daniel 10, 21, come on. The book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse number 21 reads, Daniel, chapter 10, verse 21, And I will show thee that which is, that which is noted in the scriptures of truth. And the scriptures is the truth. We can't wrestle with scriptures. What it is, is what it is. So now let's put up these markers we got. We got... Marcus in First Corinthians 11, 1 through 3, 8 and 9, get that out the way. Then we go on to Daniel chapter 7, verse 7. Before you get to that, you already got the Psalms 137, verse 3. 
You got all these on the table. That's why I say we 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 got to be intended of what this thing is. This is a big thing. And we got to find out who the ones going to be ready to roll for the big thing. And don't be thumbing all over the place. If Yahweh compared you to a sheep, don't you know that's one of the, the laid back group it is a sheep? See, we, you know, we never really examine that word. A sheep. What? She got to have a shepherd. I, I have to put a rabbit out of here. Um, it, it's no fuss about it if you know that you are you know, sheep. And um, in First Chronicles twenty-one, now, now David was um, sitting on darker day. And David messed around and um, got his mind, got his, his mind, his eyes off the prize. And Big Joel came to him and Big Joel was talking to him. Let's see what happened to David. That's why I say you got to watch everybody on the pages of the book. David going to be king over Israel forever. But even David got caught up. This is good that mother DF Israel, he right. Watch your David get caught up. And 21, 1 down to verse 4. Hey, Elder, 1 Samuel 21, 1 down to verse 4, what does it say? The book of First Chronicles, 1 Chronicles, chapter 21, verse number 1 through 4 reads. Book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 21, verse number 1. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Verse number two. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. Verse number three. And Joab answered, Yaquam make his people a hundred times so many more as they be. But my Yaquam the king, are they not all my Yaqua's servants? What then does my Yaqua require this thing? Why will why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Verse number four. Nevertheless the king's words prevailed against Joab, before Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Yagdad Judah. And what happened in verse seven? Let's read a little bit. What happened in verse seven? Verse number seven, the book of First Chronicles 21, verse seven. Yaquah was displeased with this thing, therefore he smote Israel. Verse number eight, and David said unto Yaquah, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee, do away thy, the sin of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. Verse number nine. Yeah, Verse number nine, nine. the book of First Chronicles 21, verse 9. And Yahweh spake unto Gad, David seers saying, Good. Number 10. Good. That's good. That's all I need. So you see, it's order about that. Don't you understand that this David going to tell you exactly who you are? He said, I messed up. 
in the offense, you know, Yahweh say, you know, you take these three things and whatever. Let's see what David, let's see what David says in verse 17. What did he say in verse, 30, uh, verse 17 of hell? Book of First Chronicles 21. Verse number 17 reads. Book of First Chronicles 21. Verse number 17. And David said unto Yahweh, Is it not that I have that commanded the people to be numbered? Even that it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep, what have thou done? Let thy hand, I pray thee, O Yahweh, be on me on my father's house, but not on thy people, that they should be plagued. <laughs> what, what, hey, yo, what, 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 what he called, what he called his people over in verse 17, what he called his people? But as for your sheep, you the man is saying, so listen, if David says, and Yahweh say you are sheep, don't you know you got to be about a leadership? What shepherd make it without? What sheep make it without a shepherd? You know, understand something. If you understand, how you gonna help somebody if you understand the Bible to be in that position? You is compared as sheep. Got to have a overseer because you're a sheep. It's no way around. Well, I, I it's not the point. What you don't have is what you got to have. Scripture cannot be changed. You must have a overseer on you until he bless you with whatever. But knowing that you are a sheep, you cannot make it no other way. David said you are sheep. What did these sheep do, these peoples of Israel do? Take care of me and my family house. No, Yahweh took care and showed David, don't slip in leadership. Because you call the sheep that want to be shepherds. That's it. That's good stuff here. So now, so now, now, now let's get all these verses out the way now. Where have we got? I know we got, we got um, Psalms 1. See, you, you lost. Because anytime you think you higher than what the Bible says you are, you lost. If he say he compares you to a sheep, never let that defile you in the brain, because we have did it. Now, David, you may do some talking at 137, verse 3. Then Daniel going to pick it up in 300 years, 345 years later. He's going to say something in 7, verse 7. Then Paul going to pick up everything they say in the 11th chapter, 1, 2, 3. Verse 8 and 9 of the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians. I'm going to lay back and give me a little herbal tea there, you You got enough to work with. And Mother D.F. Israel is all year. Mother D.F. Israel. Take your notes, too. 
Come on, Elder. You're on the clock. Come on. The book of Daniel, chapter 7. Verse number 7 reads, After this I saw the night vision, behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. He had great iron teeth, and devour and break in pieces, and step the residue with the feet of it. And it was a birth from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse number 1, 2, and verse number 3. Verse number 8, and verse number 9 reads. The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse number 1 reads. Be you followers of me. Even as I also am of Yahweh the Son. Verse number two. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinance as I delivered them to you. Verse number three. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Yahweh the Son. The head of the woman is the man. And the head of Yahweh the Son is Yahweh the Father. Verse number eight. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Verse number nine. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. Yeah, so Paul was pulling all that back there. And then we read in that 14 verse 12, Yahweh the Psalms said, I'm, I'm going back and sit on the right hand of my father. But it would be always a he down here to direct you sheep on what to do. And that's why you got to recognize when you sit around wicked shepherds and good shepherds. You got to recognize it. And how you recognize everything is due to Bible. When a, when a leader stands before you and he's not following the rules of the Bible, then you know then and there. He's not the one. And we are read in an early part of the lesson the rules of the Bible. For Yahweh to come stuck with you in the early part of the lesson, we are read already. So those that's coming in, flacking the Nation station now, all the way on the other side, you understand that. So remember, you can rebroadcast and take back over at nine something and go back over. We're not going back over there. Got a long way to go. Something about it. Yahweh is not going to intervene until he recognizes. Matter of fact, he said that in um, Ezekiel, you know, he made a statement. In the book of Ezekiel, if you want Yahweh to recognize you, he made a statement. But this is what he said to Ezekiel. He um, picked up at verse number two. We want Ezekiel 14, verse two, and we'll take it straight on down to verse number seven. We go on Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 2, down to verse 7. Let's, let's see what we can get out of it. It'll come out. The book of Ezekiel, 
chapter 14, verse number 2 through 7 reads, Ezekiel 14, verse number 2, And the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse number 3, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their mind and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired at all by them? Verse number three. Verse number four. Therefore speak unto them and say unto them, the city of Jacquois, every man of the family of Israel, the set of up idols in his mind, heart, and put it the stumbling block of his sin, iniquity, before his face. And coming to the seer, and Yahweh will answer him, that cometh according to the multitude of his idols. Verse number five, that I may take the family of Israel in their own mind, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Verse number six, therefore say unto the house of Israel, the seer of Yahweh, repent, turn yourself from your idols, and turn away your faith from all your abominations. Verse number seven, for every one of the family, house of Israel, or of the stranger that sojourning in Israel, which separated themselves from me, set about idols in their hearts, and put at the stumbling block of their iniquity before his face, and cometh to the seer to inquire of him concerning me. I, Yahweh, uh-huh. will answer him well, see, by myself. See, I think WCC is, um, I'm not hearing... All of your, but I know what you. I know about a, a timeline that you put that on the table. So I'm not hearing all of what you're saying, but uh, it was gonna the take part is picked up on all that you did say. So we recognize Second um, Corinthians two eleven there, Elder. What do you say in Second Corinthians two eleven? Book of Second Corinthians chapter two, verse number eleven. Book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse number 11, read. 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse number 11. This Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. See, we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. And, and that's why we read that historical book that came out in 1930. To let you know that the children of Israel, they over there in Tanzania, they over there, they everywhere the Bible say they are scattered. And they've been trodden down, and they also been, they've been what? They've been something else, El. But you can get those preached up in the 18th chapter, verse 1 of Isaiah. See, we know, because we recognize the signs of the time. We know whatever this Israelite is at. He's a sheep with no shepherd. So we got to we got to remember that too. That the children of Israel that is scattered. They it must be sound leadership. To find them, because we know whenever we find any Israelite that's not affiliated with the Six Anointed Camp, we already supposed to know these things 
according to the Bible. What are we supposed to know? Let's read what they there in the 18th chapter of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, chapter 18, verse number 1, read. Book of Isaiah 18, verse number 1. Woe to the land, showering, showering with wings, which is beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Verse number 2. Two. The sin of ambassador by the sea, even in vessels of bulrushes, upon the water said, Will you swift messenger to a nation? Scattered and peeled to a people terrible from their beginning as a two, a nation meted out and trodden down, whose lands the river have full have foiled. I think that's a right there, right there. That's good. You hear the man saying? Didn't we just read that in Daniel seven verse seven? Didn't we just read that in Psalm one thirty seven verse three? He joined the same thing using different words. Verse seven. The book of Isaiah 18, verse 7. In that, time shall the, in that time shall the present be brought unto Yahweh of hope, of a people scattered and peeled, and from a people terrible from their beginning, here's the truth, and they should mete it out and tread it underfoot, whose land the rivers have spoiled, to the place of the name of Yahweh of hosts, the mount of Yahweh Judah. Give the man his hand. So listen, that's why we kind of now is listen. Can you help me out? It all got happy already. Listen, in Romans chapter 13, verse 11 through 14, what got to happen, Hill? That don't say out. Romans chapter 13, verse 11 out of verse 14. What, what got to happen that we can read? The book of Romans, chapter 11, verse number 13 through. 13 and 14. Well, figure up, figure up verse 11 out of verse 14. Make it sound good. 11 out of verse 14. The book of Romans, chapter 13. Verse number 11 to 14 reads. Book of Romans, chapter 11. Verse number. Book of Romans, chapter 13. Verse number 11 reads. That knowing the time, the night is high time to awake out of sleep. For there is our salvation near than when we believe. Verse 12. The night, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering and wantonness. Not in strife and envy. Verse number 14. We'll put you on Yahweh the Son. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. You know the man saying? This man is talking. See, that's why when we come on this, this network, six nights a week, we can't come no humble. But the scripture is telling you if you think you any higher than your maker say you are, and you tell me what she do. What sheep can make it without a shepherd? What what is she back? What and they be looking for the shepherd. That's why the sheep got to find the shepherd that is prepared. The sheep got to recognize 
I got to put a rabbit out of that behind now. And we're going to welcome Mother Dia Israel on the network. All of you taking great notes. Mother E, Mother Z, look here. We're on the network, too. And we're taking big-time notes, too. So uh, we understand what we got to do, no doubt about it. Hey, Mother E, one of the most out of Cap 1. Y'all quite busy to see right Yahweh bless you, see Israel, see Yahweh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, and we know Mother Z will be coming on a little bit later to give a commentary on whatever she all heard and what Yahweh put on her at the same time. And Mother D of Israel, I'm going to find out one thing. Hey, Mother D of Israel now. Take your notes there. Yeah. Maybe one in five all over the world, Mother D of Israel. Hey, Mother D of Israel, you live all over the world. Every country's carrying you. Now, you show your shoe to them grandbabies, tell them back up for a minute, or Mama to holler in that microphone, then we'll take care of that after the broadcast. Because I got to take big time notes. So tell all them grandbabies, show them that bill or, or shoot. Back up for a minute, and, and let me let me know that you are... Uh, Paying attention on tape 53. Mother D of Israel, one of the most out of camp one. Yahweh bless you, see Royal. Yahweh bless you, see Israel of sea Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. His voice gets stronger, gets stronger by the No doubt about it. And that's the great thing. Yes. See? Yes, it is. You're, you're, you're getting stronger because one thing about it, um, Hey, Mother, Mother E, can you help me out in um, 16, verse 12? Oh, the wisdom of Can you help me out, Mother? Let's go see out in 16. And wisdom of Solomon in 16, verse 12. Can you help me see out for a minute? Okay. That's 16. Yes, yeah, verse number 20. Okay. Can you help me see out for a Give me just five minutes. Wait, give me a few seconds. Okay, let me get back here. He said sixteen twelve. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. What, what do that say? What do sixteen twelve say? The book of wisdom of Solomon, chapter sixteen, verse twelve. But it was neither heard nor mortified plaster that restored them to hell, but the word of Yahweh which healeth all things. You see that, Mother? See, what heals you of all things that we have to recognize that Yahweh said in his lesson that the whole nation of Israel a sheep. And a sheep can't get right without a shepherd. And a shepherd must be a Sarah Tim one mother. Hey, Molly, can you go see her? And the shepherd that stands before you, he must be 10 verse 1 of Sarah. Can you go see out in 10 verse 1 of Sarah, mother? Sarah, chapter 10. Verse one. Yeah, what does it say? 
Sherrod chapter 10, verse 1. A wise judge will instruct his people, and a government of a prudent man is well ordered. Yahweh said you are. 
and he's trying to tell you the solution of it, what are you going to do? Now, now, Elder, I don't know what we left off on, Elder, but clip all the markers, Elder, yada, and then we got a couple more laying on the table. We didn't get to Psalm 137. Well, let's get to it now. 137, verse number 3 reads. Book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse number 3. Psalms 137, verse number 3 reads. Book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse number 3. For they that carried us away captive required of us a song. They that wasted us required of us mirth. Say, sing us one of those songs of Yah God Judah. You see that? He said, they that wasted us. Did they go that word again? See, now, now we know who we are. He said, they that wasted us. We've been trodden down. We've been peeled. We've been wasted. And we still got our mouth going. You see what we do? Now imagine... Knowing that you were sheep, you've been turned down, wasted, and peeled, and you see anointed leadership present. You see the shepherd present. You know the last thing a sheep gonna do? Boy, that sheep gonna go there and just be just quiet as a mouse, cause he's frustrated, cause he got out from under the shepherd. Once you recognize who you really are. And there's no way back unless you understand what it, what the Yahweh make you. Then he also made, he also said in Deuteronomy 28, now listen to what he said. Now, now he's talking. We're going to see what he said. All right, Elder, we're going to Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. And then we'll skip down to verse 45. 28 verse 15 and make it 25. Then we'll skip down to verse 45 through 50 and 64 through 68. And listen, listen real good. Once you know what you need to know, the six anointed camps, you got to be able to lay this thing out. That's why it's so important for you to hear the precepts, put them on your cue card on the good precepts and rehearse them because you're going to be on the clock. But in time, a person says, oh, it's like the sin. If he thinks he above what Yahweh said you are, then you know you are now. And Yahweh told you what you are in the early part of the day. Matter of fact, hold that, hold that point. Hey, mother, hey, Marie, help, help those say out in Matthew 10 for a minute. In Matthew chapter 10 there, Mother Mother E, can you help those see out in the 10th chapter? It's something to see you're looking at in 10 verse 6 and 7. Can you help to see out uh, Matthew chapter 10 verse 6 and 7? You're on the clock there, Mother E, come on. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verses 6 and 7. Verse 6. 
but go rather to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. Verse 7. And as you go, teach, saying, the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand. Okay. 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 Right. You see, 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 you
verse 26. And verse Thank 27. Thank you. Thank you on chapter 10, verse 26 and 27. Yeah, what did he say? But, but you believe not because you are not of my sheep, as I say it unto you. 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Yeah. So, Mother, hey, Mother, what did he call the whole nation of Israel? He sheep. That's it. That, that, that is the highest position we can get until he returns. Sheep. That's who we are, Mother. We are the sheep. But you got, but he set up leaders to bring the lost sheep back. And that's why we are the six anointed cats stepped it up. Because the calling is on us to wake up the lost sheep of the family of Israel and let them know, guess what, I don't care what on your mind, you are sheep. You need leadership. And we're here to help you to help your family. But you got to first submit to be you being a sheep and you're lost. You kept them in Christianity, you know, being there, they're lost. You kept them in Judaism, they lost. So you know you got to have a program to bring them out. Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, if an Israelite or the Torah tribe is the end of day, they're lost. But now, what 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 that um ALF don't see out, or what that verse that says, but they lost, but now they've been found. But see some chickens. Somebody pull that verse out for me a little bit later. Uh, lost. My fact, a hey, mother reading the nine twenty five. Just to make sure we on the right track. Give me St. John nine twenty five. What is saying nine twenty-five there, mother, mother Eve? St. John chapter nine, verse twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep repeating until you find it. Saint John chapter nine. Verse twenty-five. Okay. Saint John chapter nine. Verse twenty-five reads. He answered and said, whether he, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that, that, Chris, I was blind, now I see. That's right. And, that, and, that, and that's our mission at that moment. Anytime you meet a Christian that you know is an Israelite understand they are blind, spiritually. Anytime you meet an Israelite that's in a Muslim, you know they're blind. So you got to whip up the best medicine to get that blindness off of them. But they're going to fight you to, to the nail. Just like, I don't know, it would be I'm getting to these Tanzanians. Um, they, um, 
citizens and nationals of Tunisia in North Africa who speak Tunisian Arabic and share a common Tunisian cultural and identity. In addition, a Tunisian diaspora has been established with modern migration, particularly in Western Europe, namely France, Italy, and Germany. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what they, what they look like, Elder? You got, you got, you, you got a thing, you can, um, what they look like, yo? Yeah, I would say they, uh, look like Hispanics, as they call them. <laughs> okay. And, see, now remember, they, but, but what they up under? They up under Islam. So, you see, now, now how did that happen? Now, how, how did they get up under Islam? Because you have to understand that the slave trade started in the 600s by the Arabs. The Arabs is the one kicked off the slave trade. They would have been moving. Again, Muhammad came in at 610 A.D. And Muhammad said he was a prophet 
that that received a word from Gabriel in a cave. See, then when Islam swept through the country, those of everybody's sin have to be convert, converted to Islam or the sword. Mecca, when you do the deep research of Mecca, where they go with a cobblestone, and a cobblestone only means a black stone. That was the largest slave trade for the children of Israel in Mecca. The biggest, largest Arab slave trade. They housed them in Mecca, where you go today and visit the cobblestone, and the cobblestone means black. But Islam and the known world took over the world, and that's why the Israelites over there went off into Islam. These are converts up to the sword. All these markets were slave markets that the children of Israel was up under. But in day and slavery in Mauritania was officially ended in 2007. But probably they still got to enslave. Because first of all, you have lost your nationality. You think you Islamic upon the, the persecution of the Arabs, especially in 610 when Islam conquered the known world and enslave your people, called the children of Israel. The biggest slave trade was in Mecca, where you go every so many years and visit that black stone. Huh? These were the first that put you in slavery. This how Joseph ended up in slavery. He was sold to the one that will become Islamic. See, the harvest is lost, but the labor is free. But understand one thing. Now let's go and see what it was prophesied about some things. Because, you know, we're going our way, it's humble. But we prepared, and once the system on account is prepared to meet who Ever come before you and recognize whatever it is, then Yahweh got no trouble to keep in. So now we're going to Deuteronomy 28. Look at verse 15, and my fact, throw 16 in now. Then skip down to verse 25, 45 to 50, 64. The sixty-eight. It's all yours now. Yours, come on. Look at Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verse number fifteen, verse number sixteen, verse twenty-five, verse forty-five through fifty, verse sixty-four through sixty-eight. Read the book of Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verse number fifteen. Read. Those shall come to pass that when I hearken unto the voice of Yahweh your Yahweh. 
to observe to do all his commandments, his statutes, which I command you this day, and how these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Verse 16, Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. Verse number 25, Yahweh shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them. It shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Verse number 45, verse 45, More of all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee. And overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of Yahweh your Yahweh, to keep his commandments, his statutes which he command you. Verse 46. They shall be upon thee for a sign, and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. Verse number 47. Because thou servest not Yahweh, your Yahweh with joyfulness and gladness of mind, for the abundance of all things. Verse 47. 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which Yahweh shall send against thee, in hunger, and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of lion upon your neck, until you be destroyed. Verse 49. Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as an eagle flyeth, a nation whose tongue you shall not understand. Verse number 50. A nation of fierce confidence, which shall not regard the person of the old, but show favor to the young. Verse number 64. And Yahweh shall scatter thee among all peoples, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other false Yahweh, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. Verse number 65. And among these nations shall thou find no ease. It is shall the soul of thy foot have rest. For Yahweh shall give thee there a trembling mind, filling of eyes and sorrow of mind. Verse 66. Thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. Thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of your life. Verse 67. In the morning you shall say, With Yahweh it was evening. And at evening you shall say, With Yahweh it was morning. For the fear of thy mind, Wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. Verse 68. Yahweh shall bring thee into Egypt, bondage again with ships, by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again, and there you shall be sold unto your enemies, for bond men and bond women, and no man shall buy you. And no man is going to save you. You're not going to be saved. They can talk about the economics and all the K, what they call it, the thing called it K-104. What do they call it? We call it L. The K what? 401K. 401K. You can talk all that you want. Listen, if you're not getting and the only thing going to save you is you got to go hook, line, and sinker up on the Yaqua. All the planning for economics and, and retirement benefits and everything else, you better get this man right. This one you better have right. This guy right here. 
So we're going to precept that and on to the seventh chapter, second Chronicles. And look at verse 14 through 16 and 20 to 22. Listen real good. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, 14 through 16, 20 to 22. Oh, you're back on the clock. Come on. The book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse not, chapter 14. For 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14 through 16, verse 20 through 22 reads. The book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse number 14 through 16. Verse number 20 through 22. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Verse number 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Verse number 15. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Verse 16, For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and mine eyes and my mind shall be there perpetually. Verse number 20, Then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them. And this family which I have, I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight, it will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. Verse 21. And this family, which is high, shall be an astonishment to everyone that passes by it, so that he shall say, What Jacob done thus unto this land and unto this family? Verse 22. There shall be answered, because they forsook Jacob of their father, and brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid, and laid hold on others, and worship them, serve them, and for have he brought all this evil upon them. Uh-huh. And better read verse 19. Just get a, a precept about it. Verse 19. The book of Second Chronicles 7, verse number 19. But if you turn away and forsake my statutes, my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve others, and worship them, You see that? Verse 20. You see the man saying? You see the man saying? The man is telling you exactly what happened to you. That's why you over in the land that you're in right now, and you're over there with a trembling of mind. You're not getting no rest. You're up on the Islam. You, you, got, you got a casting commercial on you. You're able to fight the switch. You've been beat down so long. You've been trod down. You've been uh, giving them all two words. You've been three words. You've been trodden down. You've been just, um, give me my three words. I need, I need three words. Help me out, Elf. Scattered and peeled. Scattered and peeled. See? And that's why, and, and you think you Islamic, you think you're a Christian, you think you're Judaism, and you're a sheep of Yahweh and need a shepherd. And that's why the bosses of the two is like, we must come out. But the harvest is plenty, and the labels is fruit. We've got to get the labels to step up their game because it's a big job. 
it is our job to do. And then once we start doing it, he got it written in Matthew uh, 24, verse 13 and 14. What does it say in What does it say in Matthew 24, 13 and 14? But pick up verse 12 just to make it sound good, 12 through 14. And Molly, have me Jeremiah 22, verse 26 waiting on me. Have me Jeremiah 2, 26 waiting on me. Come on, here, what that 24th chapter, 12 through 14 say? The book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse number 12 through 14 reads, The book of Matthew, 24, verse number 12. And because sin shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verse 14. And this covenant of the kingdom shall be taught in all the world for witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Yeah. Teach it now. Six and on account. It's not going to happen until you step it up. You got to step it up. Huh? And we're going to give you the tools to work with, even with the flashcards. Showing you, you got to, in the early part of the lesson, there's no way you can teach Yahweh's word unless you follow his rules and regulations. Then at very same hour, he stepped in. Now, the children of Israel, the sheep, that is scattered in four corners of the earth. Jeremiah said what, mother, in 2.26? What did he say? Uh, mother Eve, in Jeremiah chapter 2, Verse 26. Yes, ma'am. What did he say that, Yes, ma'am. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 26. As the thief is ashamed when he is found, so is the family of Israel ashamed. They, their kings, their princes, their priests, and their seers. That's right, Moses. Help out, Moses. That's right, Moses. Now, the sin cannot be ashamed. The sin got to be one that gets you back on the right track. Again, we're talking about the ones that have mistaught you. Like you jump up in a Christian, Islamic, Judaism. The sin is going to be the one that send you back to the right track. Because you don't get in contact with them elders. And the elders going to get in contact with them teachers. And the teachers going to get in contact with them fathers. And the father will get in contact with the mother. And the mother will get in contact with them children. That's the other thing. Because if the if the seal go off track now, we in trouble. So now we are jumped off into Islamic and Christianity. Now go to Becca two eighteen, mother, and let's talk about that. Christianity is that wooden cross. But look what he told the better to put on a 
and a back of 218. He said something about that wooden cross, mother, and a back of 218. What did he say? Let me get there. Keep talking about Habakkuk 2.18 till you get there. Keep Habakkuk. talking about it. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 18. What prophet, the great image, that, that, that the maker thereof has greatness is the molded image and a teacher of lies that the that the maker of his works trusted therein to make dumb idol. The cross is a dumb idol. The cross is a dumb idol. If you in any worshiping place where the cross is at, children of Israel, the children of the book, that's a dumb idol. Why you pull that from, mother? Talk about Deuteronomy 32, 16, until you find. Talk about it. Take one of Yadav's smooth moves that he will exhibit, but he got you yeah. caught in infant. Talk about Deuteronomy 32, 16, until you find. Okay, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 16. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Verse 16 reads, Deuteronomy 32, 16. They provoke him to jealousy with strange Javad, with abomination, provoking they him to anger. Uh-huh. And, 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 and what did he do since that what he did, mother? What did he do? And verse... 26. Now, what did he do? So, what did he do, mother, behind that? Since you want to provoke him to anger, what did he do to you, see? At verse 26. Oh, you talking about Habakkuk? No, same book. You just got your read verse 16. Now, read verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 26. 36. For the Yahweh shall judge his people and repent. Oh, 26. 26, mother. Okay. Deuteronomy okay. 32. You read 16. Now you read 26. 26. Deuteronomy 32. Verse 26 reads. 26. I said, I will scatter them into corners. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from the long meaning. You see that? And that's why, and that's why you call all the names you call out. Because you provoked him to jealousy, and he got all that power. He scattered you, and now you got to have a shepherd to recover you. Scattered to every nation upon the sun. You call Batus. You call all kind of names. Another watered-down name for Israel. The Israelites. You confuse everywhere now. That's why we must come. We got to put up with the WCC, the Latter-day Saints, and the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. But we got to do it. But 
This mission is to wake you up. Fix them on the camp. You got to step it up. It's a big job waiting on us. Yahweh won't intervene. You can't be keep on following around, not getting the job done through the precepts. Because you're going to be around everybody. you got to rehearse the right track now. Now what Yahweh is saying, time to step it up. I'm ready to step in and give you the double and the triple. That's why the land is baked on every side. For one reason, school is on its way. Banquet hall, radio station. They're going to fly in all over the world to sit down at your feet. But you got to have this thing now pass. And the one that's going to teach the thing, you got to have the overseers watch them. Are we supposed to go come in the room with people and see if they teach them right? But we got to get it down pat. Now, um, we're going to um, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 1. And listen good, we're going to pull out a point in Jeremiah 3, 1. We're going to pull out a point. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 1. Yada, come on. The book of Jeremiah chapter 3. Verse number one reads, look at Jeremiah chapter three. Jeremiah chapter three, verse number one. They say, if a man put away his wife, and she go from him, and become another man, shall he return unto her again? Shall not that land be greatly polluted? Thou hast played the harlot with many lovers. Ye return again to me, save Yahweh. Red right there. Number two. Red right there. Red right there. You have played the harlot against many nations, children of Israel. But yet, he's saying, return back to me. You and every nation upon the song. African American, Negro, color, you Christian, you Islam, and you Judaism. You're playing around with stock. Uh, wood and stone, you're doing the Islamic, the cobblestone, which only means the black stone. You're off in that. You're trembling everywhere you're at. You're confused everywhere you're at. You're over there in that. You're over there. You know who you are, but you've been talked so bad. You can't figure nothing out. That's why. I, once you have to roll, fixing on the camp, we'll be building everywhere. We turn you up front. While we saying that, read, read, hey, read that mother. Read that Romans 416, 417. Help me out in, in Romans for a minute, mother. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, have, uh, you know Romans uh, 417, what do you say in 417? Hey, mother, what do you Romans 417, 417? Make it four, sixteen, and seventeen. Book of Romans, chapter four, verse sixteen and verse seventeen. Book of Romans, chapter four, verse fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Verse sixteen. Therefore, it is for. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to end the promise. Promise 
the promise might be sure to all, the seed not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him, whom he believed, even Yahweh, whom quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Solomon to put down what he did. 
And Solomon is wiser than the world. He wrote this. What did he write that we can read in um, 729. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 29. Okay. Let's keep talking about it. Keep talking about these things. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 29. Lo, this only, lo, this only have I found that Yahweh had made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions. You see that? See, he made this man upright, mother. He made him, he made him, uh, law peace. But now he went off into all kind of inventions. He a back rider, he a back rider now, He's getting his back rolled on, he, um, off into Islam, Judaism, and again, you made him upright. But he made his own self to turn away from the righteous covenant by having leadership among them that Christian, Christianity, and everything else. And now, with all that, with all that on the table, what have you decayed? Now, Elder, let's talk about it now. Let's now get that three, one, two, three, four. And that Baruch, chapter three, one, two, three, four, what will happen? The book of Baruch, chapter three, verse number one, two, four, read. Baruch, chapter three, verse one. O Yaquah Almighty, Yaquah of Israel, the soul in anguish, the troubled spirit cried unto thee. Verse number two. Hear, O Yahweh, and have mercy, for thou art merciful, and have pity upon us, because we have sinned before thee. Verse number three, for thou endures forever, and we perish utterly. Verse number four, O Yahweh Almighty, thou Yahweh of Israel, hear now the prayers of the dead Israelites. Thank But where you dead at? That's the point, where you dead at? Hear the prayer. How you hear the prayer of a dead Israelite? Don't you know it must be more to that than that? Where did you be? How did you come dead? First of all, you're afraid to holler with many love. But it's for yet to turn back to me. Let's go back to Jeremiah. And let's take me preach up there, yo. We're going to Jeremiah around by 214. Let's see if we get some out of Jeremiah 214. What is it that we can read 2.14 out of Jeremiah? Book of Jeremiah chapter 2. Verse number 14 reads. Book of Jeremiah chapter 2. Verse number 14. Is Israel a servant? Is he a home-born slave? Why is he spoiled? Yeah. Why? You, you think right now we are in this predicament. But look what he says in verse 21. He's telling you all over the book in advance, and that's why you have to wake up. He's telling you in advance what he's saying to 21. The book of Jeremiah chapter 2, 
Verse 21. Yet I planted thee a noble vine, holy and right seed. As then art thou turned into the degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me. This is what I'm having to How did you get off into this Islam, Judaism? How did you do it? Christian now, wood and stone. You go on a place and preach a stand before you with a cross on his on his uh, Babylonian garment. Cross when you come into place. That's wood. Do you know what Yahweh said behind that? He says in the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14, verse 8 and 12, he made a payment of hell. So I told you, hell, you know, Ophir, break note taker. I, I say everything that's said, Ophir, be laid back in the cut, saying it's all going to come out again. Think he don't be listening? He'd be listening real good. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14, verse 8 and 12. Elder, y'all out. Come on. The wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14, verse number 8 and verse number 12 reads. Book of wisdom of Solomon, chapter 14, verse number 8. Wisdom of Solomon, 14, verse number 8. But that which is made with hands is cursed, as well as it, as he that made it. He, because he made it, and it. Because being corruptible, it was called a false shakwa. Verse number 12. But the devising of idols was the beginning of spiritual fornication. The invention of them, the corruption of life. You see that, Syria? Anything you got made with hand is a curse. You got you got the cross, you got the pictures of uh White man, black man, Jesus Christ, and all that, all that's out of order. White man is wrong, the black man is wrong, all that's out of order. All that's out of order. Listen, he just told you exactly the mitres you make in my hand, you putting yourself upon the curse and everybody tied to your hip. Read verse 8 again. Read 14 verse 8 again, hell. The book of wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 14, verse number 8 reads, But that which is made with hands is cursed, as well as it, as he that made it. He because he made it, and it because being corruptible, it was caused a false shock one. Mm-hmm. So now, so early in, um, in the book of Jeremiah. He left. He left a room, a little room, in the third chapter. He left a little room in the third chapter, verse fourteen and fifteen. He left. He left it just a little wiggling room. What a little wiggling room he left for you in Jeremiah chapter three, verse fourteen and fifteen. Let's talk about the little wiggle room if we got the word wiggle room. The book of Jeremiah chapter 3, verse number 14, and verse number 15 reads, The book of Jeremiah chapter 3, verse number 14 reads, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 14 reads, Turn, O backsliding children, 
They've got what? Primarily unto you. And I will take you one of the city, two of a family, and I will bring you to Yagdah Judah. Verse 15. And I will give you pastors, according to my mind, who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Yeah. So he said he's going to give you the proper leadership. Bosses are the true Israelites, the system on the camp. He's going to give you the proper leadership. But you got to turn with your backslide self. Get down to verse 20 down to verse 23. Look what you got waiting on you. Look, look, look what you got going on for you in verse 20 down to verse 23. The book of Jeremiah chapter 3, verse number 20 reads, Surely as a wife treacherously departed from her husband, so have you dealt treacherously with me, O family of Israel, save Yaquah. Verse 21. A voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplication of the family of Israel, but they have perverted their ways. They have forgotten Yaqua their Yaqua. Verse 22. Return you backsliding children, and I will heal your backsliding. Behold, we come unto thee, with our Yaqua or Yaqua. Verse 23. Truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills and from the multitudes of mountains. Truly, Yaquah, Yaquah is the salvation of Israel. You see, you got, you see what you got coming for you? It, but it's vain if you're going to look for it anywhere else but look for it in Israel. You got to know who you are. You got to know what's going on. You got to know soundly that what happened to you in Islam, not about the Arab, about Muhammad and 610. You got to understand something. That according to the Bible, he cannot be called the prophet of, what they call him, uh, Muhammad, the prophet. The, the, no, he cannot be called that, not according to this Bible. And let's show you soundly what Yahweh says according to this Bible. That's why you got to understand, Yahweh got everything laid out. It ain't no sustain as no man of Islam receiving anything from the Most High. Because Yahweh made it plain that when he came, let's read again when he came, in Matthew 15, 24. Now, we can just break a few things down real quick. Matthew 15, 24. Come on, help. The book of Matthew, chapter 15. Verse number 24 reads, Matthew chapter 15, verse number 24. But he answered and said, I am now sent but unto the lost sheep of the family of Israel. 3, 1, and 2. He pulled that verse. What are you saying after 3, 1, and 2? The book of Amos chapter 3, verse number 1 and verse number 2 reads, but Amos chapter 3, verse number 1 reads, Here's this word that Yahweh has spoken against you, O family of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth, therefore I will punish you for all your iniquities. And, and, and what else did he tell Amos? 
and 2.11. You told Amos to see or something else in 2.11. What did he say? Book of Amos chapter 2. Verse number 11 reads, And I raised up a your son for seers, and of your young men for Nazarite. Isn't that even thus, O you family of Israel, save Yahweh? Uh, Muhammad is not from the seed of the 12 tribes of Israel. He is in the line of Semitic, but he's not of the 12 tribes of Israel. So it was impossible for anybody to meet him and give him any message because they follow Yahweh's lead. And when Amos makes this statement, he pulled from Ezekiel 38, 1 and 17. He pulled that statement. What did he say? Hey, we can read. Ezekiel 38, 1 and 17. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse number 1, verse number 17 reads. Ezekiel 38, verse number 1. The word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 17. Where did he say? What's it? What did he say? What did he say to hell? You know, I'm not going to hell. 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 i so it was impossible for Gabriel to come down to anybody unless there was Israelite descent. The, the angels followed the lead of Yahweh. He sent them only to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. So you cannot call Muhammad no overseer, not, not for Israel. He might be for whatever you're doing over there, but you ain't doing it for but you can't tie it in anywhere else. And the children of Israel that enter Islam, you are under a curse, the children of Israel, because you got to get up under this book. Read that Mouth 34, 16. Read the Mouth. We're going to Isaiah 34, 16. Then slide right over to the precept over that will be, one verse three of Revelation and tell you what you got coming. Back to back, Mother E. All yours, Mother, come out. Ezekiel thirty four sixteen. Ezekiel chapter thirty four verse sixteen. Okay, Ezekiel thirty four verse sixteen reads. Ezekiel thirty four sixteen. Oh, no. Ezekiel chapter thirty four. Verse 16. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 16. I will speak that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will buy up that which was lost. That was, thank you, Mother of Israel. That was Isaiah 34, 16. Thank you, Mother of Israel. Thank you. Look at Isaiah 34, 16. He said, he, 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 Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 34, 16. Isaiah. 
and receive her and get much learning. Verse 23. Draw near unto me, you unlearn and dwell in the house of learning. Verse 28. Get learning with a great with a great sum of money and get much gold by her. See right now we right now those are coming to this room mother they in um they in the the house of learning. And you can get great learning from this ministry that this uh if y'all well, I want you to have it. You get great learning. But when you spirit led by Yahweh, a lot of things gonna come out. And July like we find out by calling somebody of uh, Elijah I mean uh, well uh the Mohammed over there in six ten, he ain't met nobody from not no Israelites sent from from the heavens. He might met Satan the devil beating there over here in the cave. It wasn't nobody from heaven did it, because that's not their mission. Their mission is to find the children of Israel. That's it. They only sent to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. That's what he came to do. That's what everybody else came to do. And that's, and that's our job. We're not anti-anybody. we just pulled 12 tribes of Israel. We ain't anti-anybody. We ain't mad at nobody. We just tell you what the book is saying. Very read from Yahweh. Now, in time, prophecy made a final statement. Now, you ought to get ready to bring it out in Revelation. If you go to end time prophecy, you're going to find a way to pull that problem. Let's see, do Muhammad got anything to do with anything? We're going to find out. Revelation 11, 11. Then we're going to skip down to 37 of Ezekiel. And we're going to pick up at verse 10, full verse, to get warmed up, you know. In Ezekiel 37, 1 down to verse 4, then 10 down to verse 22. But we're going to, we're going to, get, we're going to go jump. Where in the future, then come back and see where you pull that from. Revelation 11, 11. What is hell? Book of Revelation, chapter 11. Verse number 11, read. Book of Revelation 11, verse number 11. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from Yahweh entered into them. They stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. Well, then go, take a spell now of 13. Take a stake out of 13. But, but tell you what, before you read Trouble 13, back up and read Revelation 10, verse 6 and 7 and the last verse. 6, 7 and the, and the last verse, wherever it is in 10. You know, somebody, you get the little, the little, little, little radio in your ear, say, hey, ho, ho, up here. Put in. Revelation chapter 10, verse 6 and 7, and the last verse in that chapter. Let's see what it's saying ought to come out. Book of Revelation chapter 10, verse number 6, verse number 7, verse number 11 reads. Book of Revelation 10, verse number 6. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the earth, and that therein are the, and the earth, who created heaven, and the things that they're in are, are 
they're in I and the earth and the things that they're in I and the sea. Things that there are therein, that there should be time no longer. Verse 7. Okay, read verse 7. Read verse 7. Hey, put 7 in that other. Then give me a letter. Verse number 7. But in the days of the voice of the seven angels, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of Yahweh should be finished, as he have declared to his servants, the seers. Verse number one reads, The hand of Yahweh was upon me, 
and carry me out in the spirit of Yaqua. Set me down in the midst of a valley which is full of bones. Verse number two. And curse me and cause me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse number three. He said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, you know it. Verse 4. Again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O you dry bones, hear the word of Yahweh. Number 10. So I prophesied and commanded me, and the breath came into them. They lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Verse number 11. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole family of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dry, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Verse number 12. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, The Savior, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave, and cause you to come up out of your grave, and bring you into the land of Israel. Verse 13. You shall know that I am Yahweh, when I have opened your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. Verse number 14. It shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, Yahweh, have spoken it, performed it, save Yahweh. Verse number 15. Where Yahweh came again unto me, saying, Verse 16. Or without son of man, take thee one stick, and write upon it for Yachdah Judah, and for the family of Israel and his companions. Then take another stick, and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the family of Israel and his companions. Verse 17, and join them one to another into one stick, and they shall, be, and they shall become one in thy hand. Verse number 18. When the family of thy people shall speak unto thee, saying, Will thou not show us what thou meanest by these? Verse 19, Say unto them, Thus saith Yahweh, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel his fellow, and will put them with him, even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. Verse number 20, And the sticks whereon thou writest, shall be in thy hand before thine eyes. Verse 21, And say unto them, The same Yahweh, Behold, I will take the family of Israel from among the nations, heathens, whether they be gone, and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. Verse 22, And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. One king shall be king to them all. There shall be no more two nations you shall they be divided into two kingdoms anymore at all. You see that? Now, really, we, really, we used to play music all the rest of the night, but we were listening to love. But that was an end of the plan, isn't that there? Tonight, you know what all they're going to raise up? And you and you clear what he said in verse 15 and 16, who's going to raise up the army? Read it again just, just for the, just to be, just be over here a little bit, there, yo. Read verse 15 and 16 again. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse number 15, verse 16. The word of Yahweh came again to me, saying, verse 16, Over thou son of man, take thee one stick, and write upon it, for Yahweh Judah, 
And for the children of Israel, his companion, then take that, take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, a stick of Ephraim, for all the family of Israel, his companion. Uh-huh. And read something. Verse 17. Ezekiel 37, verse 17. And join them one to another into one stick. They shall become one in thy hand. Hey, that, you hear what they mean, man? So that eliminates the Pope, Christianity, all of it. It'll be one in the field of hand. So I'm to get to the hell of hand. And the hell of hand is to get to the teacher's hand. And the teacher's hand is to get to the father's hand. And the father's hand is given to the mother's hand. And the mother's hand is given to the children. Then kick the dog in the ring. There it is right there. What more do you need to know? Huh? Just you. Either you follow the Bible or the man going to keep. It's as simple as that. Mother Z, one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Now, we know Yahweh put some on you to put on the table. But if you want to expound on what you heard, or if you got something that you want to put on the table, Mother, Mother Z, and Yahweh be with you, I see you right here. Yahweh bless and keep you still, Israel, or your seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. I'm still very excited. I'm very happy. So now, whatever the Almighty will put on you and put on the table, you want to expound on what you heard a little bit? Or you got something you want to lay to the national audience. The, the floor is yours. Must hear your you next. Come on. I'm just going to read in Psalms, chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walked not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scars, verse two. But he, but his delight is in the law of the Yahweh, and in and and in his law do he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Verse 4, the unyagwali are not so, but are like the chips which falleth, chap which the wind drive away. Verse 5, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteousness. Verse 6, for the Yahweh knoweth the way of the righteousness, but the way of the ungodly shall pass. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Excellent. All right, mother. Man, one thing. We we got a call on us and we got to 
delivered. And you just got through doing delivery. Now, Mother Dear of Israel said, okay, now, feel that it cost me to live a little bit, too. So, Mother Dear of Israel, boy, get drunk. That's what you want to hear. That's why I beat you and see you right when Yahweh bless you, see Israel, us, uh, see Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Now, Molly, it's over 900,000 strong in the national side. Anything you want, you want to comment on what you heard, or you got something Yahweh put on you to put on the table? It's up to you. The world listens. You on the clock. Come on. Well, I want to I expound on, on some of the things that I done heard. Um, I want to read uh, Matthew 13, um, starting at verses 41. And it reads, The Son of Man shall send forth his angel, and they shall gather out all, they shall Gather out of all, I don't know what I say of all, gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do sin, iniquity. 42, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gashing of teeth. 43, then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who has ears here, let him hear. 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hidden in a field, the which when man has found, he hides and for joy thereof goes and sell it all that he has and buy the field. Forty five again the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Forty six. Who when he has found one pearl of great went and sold all that he had and brought it and bought it. 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind. 48. Which when it was full, they drew to shore. And sat down and gathered the good unto but cast bad away. Forty nine. So shall it be at that at the end of the world the angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just. Fifty. And shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. 51. Yahweh 
Esau said unto them, Have you understood all these things? They said unto him, Yes, Yahweh. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and don't give up. And that, that's why we have to leave out now. 
We have to show the way and up to them and make the move. See? He told Moses and Moses over there in uh, the 17th chapter, stand up, Moses. Let the people see. We ready to take care of this business. And all the young legs and those that come in got to follow our lead. That's just the way it is. But let's find out how the lead got to be. Come on, Ella. Come on back to Ella and pick it up at first on the four down. And we'll read on down a little bit. Down to verse 13. Let's go get this in and we'll drop a precept on it. Come on, Ella. Book of Revelation? No, we're in, we're in Isaiah. Isaiah 6. A mother got it to 3. And we'll pick it up at verse 4. We're going to get it down to um, when he said, um, we're going to take it down to where he say he's going to say something. And then we need, we need to hear uh, at verse 8. We're going down from, from 4 to verse 8. What does it say? Slow down to verse 8, you know? The book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse number 4 through 8, read. Isaiah 6, verse 4. And the folks heard the door move at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Verse number 5. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, that dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the king, Yahweh of hosts. Number six. Then flew one of the sheer fiends unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the stone from off the altar. Verse seven. And he said, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Verse number eight. Also I heard the voice of Yahweh saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. And that's the same thing we said. Who gonna go? Fill up. We gotta get prepared to go. Now this, you and I have been saying, who gonna take care of this business? Send me. Now what I was there saying, didn't it? Now, take out a cue card and precept it, because this might get big in the clothes. Second Edges, chapter 2, verse number 17 reads, Book of Second Edges, chapter 2, Second Edges, chapter 2, verse number 17 reads, Book of Second Edges 2, verse 17, Fear not thou, mother of, of the children, who have chosen thee, save Yaquah. Verse number 18, For thy help will I send my servant. Isaiah, Jeremiah, at the whose counsel I have sanctified and prepared for the twelve trees laid with diverse fruits. For some of that. Hey, the man can fit. Hey, the man can fit. 
Let's come back and read this again. You hear what the man just, just Isaiah is 700 B.C. You read Ezra three, four hundred years later. So how is this Isaiah right here going to be anywhere if he says send him? This is four hundred some years later. What is he talking about here, Elder? Let's read this again. He says, you are cleaning up in 700 B.C. Send me. It was 400 years later. What, what's going on here again? Second Ezra 2, 17, 18. Come on, yo. The book of Second Ezra is chapter 2. Verse number 17. Verse number 18 reads. Book of Second Ezra 2. Verse number 17. Fear not, thy mother of the children, who have chosen thee, save Yahweh. Verse 18. But I help will I send my servant Isaiah and Jeremiah, after whose comfort I have sanctified and prepared for the twelve trees laden with diverse fruits. Now, who is the, who is these twelve trees? Genesis forty nine twenty eight. What 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 is it saying? They talking some big talk, Moses. Big talk here. Listen what he's saying. This is 400 years later. You know at the time that Ezra was around, Isaiah was dead. He said, Mother, I'm going to send you Jeremiah. I'm going to send you Isaiah. How is that going to happen, Mother? Twelve trees. What twelve trees? This is 49, 28. Come on, Ezra. Look at Genesis 49. Verse 28 reads, All these are the twelve tribes of Israel. This is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Every one of them, every one, according to his blessing, he blessed them. Uh-huh. Now go, now go to uh, Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, 8 through 10 and 13. And we look them up real good in verse 13. Not only that, this is what he's saying here. Daniel chapter 3, verse 4, 8 through 10 and 13. Then run right over to Second Ezra, chapter 1, 37 down to the close, and you're closing seven hill. And we we had a whole puzzle fixed and placed where well, it ain't no puzzle no more. Sure. Daniel, chapter 12, verse 4, 8 through 10 and 13. Then smile right on over to 2nd Ezra, chapter 1. 37 down to verse 41 or 40. We'll come up. And I'll close the same Come on. The book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse number 4, verse number 8 through 10, and verse number 13 reads. Book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse number 4 reads. But thou, O Daniel, Shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Verse number 8. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Yaquab, what shall be the end of these things? Verse number 9. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed 
to the time of the end. Verse number 10. And it shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Verse 13. But go thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy life at the end of days. Ain't that the here he said, so Daniel going to be back for the what? For the end. Second Ezra 1, 37 down to verse 40 and 41 or whatever. Come on, y'all. The book of Second Ezra chapter 1, verse number 37 through 40. Second Ezra chapter 1, verse number 37 reads, the book of Second Ezra chapter 1. Verse number 37. I take to witness the grace of the people to come, whose little ones rejoice in gladness, to that as though they... <laughs> Second Ezra chapter 1, verse number 37. Book of Second Ezra chapter 1, verse 37. I take to witness the grace of the people to come, Whose little one rejoice in gladness, and through that, and though they have not seen me with both bodily eyes, yet in spirit they believe the things that I say. Verse 38. And now, brother, behold what greatness, and see the people that cometh from the east. Verse number 39. Unto whom I will give for leaders Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Israel, Hosea, Oshia, Amos, and Micah, Joel, Adias, and Jonas. Verse number 40. Nahum, Habakkuk, Saponis, and Gias, Zechariah, and Malachi, which is called also an angel of Yahweh. Now, Brother C.C. said that we, we, we left that mess, half of your message out here, but we knew that was coming anyway. But the same token, you just you just read based upon the fact those that going to be stepping up. So, Mother, hell, we got to identify all these spirits of these people is somewhere in the world today. they somewhere in the world today, and we got to seek them out. Everybody we just got you read is dead in their body, but their spirit is in somebody today. And guess what? It's our job to find every last one of these. That's why it's so important about the land, school, banquet hall, radio station, and beyond that. Every last one of these messengers is on the scene as we speak. And they will be identified by us.
to the four quarters of the globe. Yaqua be with you, and Yaqua bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. WCC, keep talking. We're going to catch you in something. No, I'm talking. 
we turn the broadcast off. I'm through with it. Catch you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Y'all probably beat you all. You do talk. So long. But take this long. So long. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.